Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby at Say the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the candle, take a deep seat, and pull your hat down tight. I ain't gonna tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go. First off, I want to say, ladies, we acknowledge you, and I cannot... I think that God looks down and says, well, let's see, here's two parents. Which one of these are going to be the tougher, you know, is it going to be, I'm going to give them a baby, and this baby, is it going to be tough? If, like, God only makes, women are tough. You're tougher than men. I I guarantee you, you're tougher than men. Now, we do get sicker than y'all, okay? We do get sicker. That is something that y'all just have to understand. We do not know what it's like to give birth. We'll never know what it's like. But y'all will not know what it's like to live with a cold like we do. Okay? Let's just get that out of the way right now. But listen, man, I do. I feel sorry for y'all. And and not in a, I'm not trying to pity anybody or anything like that. But man, y'all are under so much pressure all the time. All the time. And, you know, really, even, anybody ever heard of a Proverbs 31 woman? And they're like, yeah, I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. Man, I feel sorry for y'all because I couldn't do about like two of these out of the 10 things in Proverbs 31. Let me read these. And guys, I want y'all to listen to these and think about your girlfriend, your mom, your grandma, your daughter, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever the case may be. This is, this is what a woman is supposed to be like. You want to talk about some pressure? Listen to this. She loves Jesus with all her heart. She is a faithful bride. She is a loving mother, and her children call her blessed. She takes care of her physical, mental, and spiritual health. These are all the stuff that's found in Proverbs 31. She serves others with love and kindness. She is a wise steward of the gifts God has given her. She is an industrious, she is industrious and works with willing hands. She is a good manager of her home. She spends her time on that which is good. She is creative and embraces beauty and godliness. I'm sorry, ladies. <laughs> I mean, th- th- those are amazing. And you know what? I can think of some of y'all. And the only reason I can't think of all of you is because I don't know you that well. But I can think of women that fit that. And you talk about y'all are tougher than us. There is no doubt about it. Y'all are tougher than us. You know, and you, you think about it. There, you know, Jesus feeds 5,000, right? He feeds 5,000, and then he goes to the other side of the lake, and they follow him because, you know, they think he's going to get another free meal. He says, I'm not going to feed you again. All of them leave, except for about 72 of them. Then Jesus starts teaching them, and the 72 is like, you know what? This is too rough. I'm out of here. So it went from 5,000 to 72 to 12. And then in the Garden of Gethsemane, there was three. And at the cross, there was one. But there's half a dozen women at the cross. 
There's half a dozen women. If it wasn't for women, Christianity would have died with Jesus. Okay? I mean, after Jesus, even after he came back from the dead, if it wasn't for women, Christianity would have died. But, but, even though y'all are tougher than us, even though you're under a lot of pressure for a hundred different things, there are some additional things that I think need to be said. Need to be said. I've entitled this Cowgirl Church, going from a Proverbs 31 woman to a 1 Timothy Cowgirl. To a 1 Timothy Cowgirl. First thing I want to tell y'all women is this right here. Quit worrying what everybody thinks, okay? And more importantly, quit worrying about what other women think. Because let me give you a hint, girls, guys, or girls. Now, we don't want you to look like you just woke up under a bridge, okay? But we don't care what color your hair is. We love you. We don't care what you wear. We love you. We don't care if, if you've got six tons of makeup on. We, we, we might. We don't really like it that much, you know? I mean, but we, we don't care. There are so many things that I think women worry about. The guys are like, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's nice. Uh, yeah, I get I mean, yeah, she looks great, but she, I mean... Guys don't say that very often because he thinks that his wife always looks great. He thinks she looks great in the mornings, in the evenings, at lunch, after working cattle, all of that stuff. Quit worrying. Y'all women are so hard on each other. Y'all women are hard on each other. Because if you dress up too nice, they're like, well, who's she trying to catch? Right? And then if you don't dress up to a certain level, she don't take care of herself, does she? Man, y'all give each other a break. My gosh, man, y'all are worse than a bunch of badgers. Seriously, y'all will eat each other alive. Stop it. Stop it. You know, whoa. One thing that I don't think, and being in ministry for as long as I have now, I've had to, you know, settle my share of disputes and stuff like that. This has never, <laughs> yeah, my dog's back there if you miss her. That's <laughs> eh, one of Robert's dogs. Yeah, blame it on Robert. Uh, anyway. This is something I've never heard from a guy. But I've heard it a lot from women. Well, what's the problem? I don't really know because I just walked in and, you know, I kind of waved and she just looked at me funny. No guy has ever said that about another guy. Ty, what happened? I don't know, man. I walked in and he just kind of looked at me funny. <laughs> Guys don't say that. We don't, I mean, do we? But I've heard women say, well, I don't know what's I don't know what I've done. She was just looking at me crazy. 
right? I mean, like, guys are so oblivious. Get this. I was in a local establishment. It's been probably a year ago or something. Anyway, I, I walked in, and I see a friend of mine, and he's standing there talking to another guy that I know. Well, I'm not trying to interrupt, right? So I kind of go do my deal. We're all in a business. And anyway, I finally kind of walk back around, and, and my buddy kind of looks at me and goes, hey, what's up? I'm like, hey, so I go shake both of their hands, right? I'm like, hey, I didn't mean to interrupt. Just wanted to say hi and I go about my business, right? I get a call from him later. He's like, dude, that was uncomfortable. I was like, what? He goes, that dude I was talking to? I was like, yeah. And I mean, I'm not going to say his name, obviously. I was like, yeah. He said, he didn't see you walk in. He was bad-mouthing you so bad, like, he was crucifying you, and then you walk up like, hey, how's it going? We're oblivious. We are oblivious. If you have a problem with me, come punch me in the face. And I'll be like, is something wrong? Women, y'all don't do that, okay? Listen. Quit worrying about what other women think, okay? Make the right things your priority. Make the right things your priority. In uh, 1 Timothy 2, 9 through 11, and I'll be keep referring back to this. 1 Timothy 2, 9 through 11, and I'm going to read it in my simplified cowboy version. Verse 9 says, I don't, want, I don't want women to put a priority on fancy clothes, highlighted hair, or rhinestone belts. They should clothe themselves in devotion to God by writing for his brand every day. Every day. Quit worrying about what you wear. You know, quit worrying about what the, what the other women are going to think. Man, you be the best version of you for God. That's how you ride for him every single day. But how do you make the right things your priority? What, 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 is, what is God talking about here? It's not what you're going to wear to church. But are you prepared for church? Right? Not what you're going to wear to church, but are you prepared for church? And that can, that can apply to everything, okay? It's vastly more important to be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, being in tune with God and giving, you know, trusting Him with stuff, man. Make that the priority, not about what we wear. Put a priority on being pretty inside instead of just outside. Y'all are beautiful, okay? I love you. You're beautiful. Some of you are, are more beautiful on the inside than, the, than, than some others, okay? And that can go for everybody. I know that. But seriously, let's put a priority on being beautiful inside and being beautiful according to what God wants, not what man wants. How about this? You ride for Jesus like the good book tells us to, and don't worry about what everyone else is doing, right? Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. You do what God wants you to do. And I, I'm not going to say it's easy, because here's the thing. Y'all women are going to try to put some of this into practice, right? And everybody else is not. They're still going to be doing what they do. And yeah, they're probably going to judge you. They're not going to change but I don't care if they change. I care that you women here 
are who God wants you to be. I don't want women to put a priority. He didn't say you can't wear a rhinestone belt, okay? He just said don't make those things a priority. Get your priorities straight first. Quit worrying about what other women think. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Which leads us to the second thing. Just last week, I was approached by two beautiful women, and they said, we have a question for you. And I said, you do? And the other one said, say yes. I mean, not even nicely. Say yes. I was like, well, I don't even know what it is. And it was about the coffee. Thank you, Janet. Don't be bossy, ladies. Don't be bossy. I know this is tough. I know that we're idiots. Still, don't be bossy, okay? Let us be idiots. And if somebody has a question about something, just say, he was an idiot. But that preacher said, don't be bossy. Reverend. How do you not be bossy? Listen, women, I, I will, like I said, I, I cannot imagine you having to put up with us. I really can't. I can't imagine what it's like to put up with us. But how do you not be bossy? Listen, here's three little tips that are going to be very, very difficult. Don't give unasked for advice even if it's good advice, advice, even if it's good advice, okay? Just, man, if somebody didn't ask, keep it to yourself. Now, obviously, and, and let's not do the, well, what if there's a stroller running away onto the freeway? Oh, come on, don't, don't pull out the, the what ifs from the, you know, universe of what might can happen. You know what I'm talking about. Just don't give unasked for advice. You know what? A lot of times, somebody needs to be an idiot before they learn. And if you keep giving advice, guess what you're always going to have to do? Keep giving advice. Keep giving advice. Keep, just shh. don't be bossy. Don't be bossy. Listen, people are going to do things differently than you, and there's nothing wrong with that. Case in point. Case in point. <laughs> Whenever I'd go over to my grandmother's growing up, this was my dad's mom, and uh, my mom would be there. My grandmother was one of these Proverbs 31 women. Toughest woman I ever, she raised six kids in a two-bedroom adobe house with no running water in West Texas. Tough. Tough as nails. She was a Proverbs 31 woman. But she used the wrong end of the ironing board to iron clothes. And it drove my mother insane. Like, my mom would just sit there and just, just twitch because she was using the wrong end of the ironing board. Right? And one day I asked her about it. I was like, Grana, that's what I called her, Grana. I was like, Grana, how come you use that end of the ironing board for that? And she goes, it's just 
something I've always done. It's just me. It's the way I do it. Her shirts look just like if she did it on the other end. It didn't matter. Look, people are going to do things differently than you, and maybe you know a better way to do it. Doesn't matter. If they didn't ask for help, don't give them help, and people are going to do things differently than you do it. And you might even know a better way to do it. But still, don't be bossy. Don't be bossy. Different people have different strengths and gifts. Different people have different strengths and gifts. Let them use it without you trying to improve it. Okay? Listen, and, and this, this is, even though we're talking to you cowgirls out there, th this is with everybody. Man, the hardest part is when two people go to do the same job with different gifts. Okay? With different gifts because they're going to, the end result may be the same, but the way they do it is going to be differently. And when you get a bunch of women together working towards the same goal and they've all got different gifts, you can cut the tension with a knife. Right? Sometimes. Not all the time. Just you do you. You do you. Don't be bossy. Quit worrying about what other women think. Y'all quit being so hard on each other. Man, your lives are tough enough as it is. Don't be bossy. And listen, this is probably going to be the most controversial, so if somebody wants to give me the, you know, Mockingjay symbol now, listen, please don't go feminazi on me. Please, okay? You don't have anything to prove, ladies. You don't have anything to prove. You don't have anything to prove. Because I really, besides some obvious, very obvious stuff, I can't think of a single thing that a woman, that a man can do that a woman can't. You can do everything that we can, but there are so much, so many more things that y'all can do that we can't. That we can't. I don't know who wrote this quote, but I saw it one day and I liked it. Our generation is so busy trying to prove that women can do everything men can do, women are losing the unique qualities that set us apart. The God-given femininity and unique way our Creator designed us. Women weren't created to do everything a man can do. Women were created to do everything a man can't. Amen to that. Amen to that. You know, just to prove that point, what did God make first? Let there, let there be light, right? And then he created the firmaments and the heavens and the planets and the days and the nights and the land and the sea and then the, the creepy crawlies and, and he, yes, he made alpacas and llamas, but that's, that's another, that, I don't think God can mess up. I just don't think that that's what he had planned. Okay? I don't. People, you're having a, that was probably like on the sixth day, he was having a rough day. Just, you know how you get mad and just make something? That's, I think that's the way it was with alpacas and llamas. Don't kill me, I'm joking. And then he made man. And for the first time in all of those things, the Bible says, and it was good. 
and it was good, and it was good, and it was good, and it was good, and then God made man in his image, and it was not good. Ouch. Ouch. The only thing in creation that was not good was for man to be alone. So he created us a partner and made her to be everything that we can never be. Everything that we can never be. And you want to know the crazy part about it? He hadn't created anything since. You want to stop when you're ahead? God stopped creating when he made Eve. He's like, man, I'm done. It don't get no better than this. Ladies, quit trying to prove you don't have anything to prove. Okay? You don't have anything to prove. You are God's final creation. And he stopped. And he said, and it is good. Listen, th this is the way I feel about it. Men are the body. We are the hand. We're the muscles. Um, for better or worse, we're the mind, the legs. We, we are the physicality. Women, y'all are the heart. But here's the deal. We can lose an arm, keep on trucking. We can lose another arm, keep on trucking. We can lose arms, legs, everything, and keep on trucking. As a matter of fact, we can even be brain dead. And the body still lives. Why? Because of the heart. But out of everything that we can lose from the body, even the mind, can be totally blank, but the heart's still beating. Considered alive. But when that heart stops, it doesn't matter what. Anything else happens, that body dies. Ladies, y'all are the heart. Y'all are the heart of, of creation. I mean, you know, God made Adam. And then he gave him his heart, which was Eve. Y'all are precious. Y'all are precious, and I'm here today to acknowledge your struggles. I'm here today to tell you that you are important and that God loves you, and he wants you to be everything that he made you to be. But you can't be everything he made you to be if you're trying to be somebody else. Wrap your arms and your mind around what it means to be a woman of God and be that. Sure, you know, we can, we can go through the Proverbs 31 stuff again. And I know that a lot of you fit that, man, and it's amazing. It's amazing. But don't lose that by trying to be somebody that you're not. Don't let someone else influence you. Don't, who cares what anybody else thinks? You care what God thinks. 1 Timothy 2, 9 through 11. See, I didn't just come up with these. This is what the Bible says. Or at least my paraphrase of what the Bible says. I don't want women to put a priority on fancy clothes, highlighted hair, and rhinestone belts. They should clothe themselves in devotion to God by writing for His brand every day. This is where true beauty comes from. A real lady doesn't go around, doesn't go bossing people around 
Instead of trying to prove herself to man, she should prove her devotion to God. Listen, I can't imagine the struggles that y'all go through, the amount of pressure that is on y'all every single day. But I want to lighten that and just say, just be who God made you to be. And be that heartbeat of your household, of your community, of your state, of your country, of our world. Be that heartbeat. And be beautiful. The lioness does not try to be the lion. She embraces her role as the lioness. She is powerful, strong, and nurturing. She does not mistake her meekness for weakness. The world needs more kind, compassionate, humble, faithful, persevering, confident, fierce, bold, pure, and tender-hearted women. Be one of them. Author unknown. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, we thank you for the women that you have brought to this message today. God, I pray that they ride in devotion to you with even more gusto than they did before. But no one can ride for your outfit without first asking Jesus to be the Lord and Savior and give their entire being to the man and mission of Jesus Christ. God, we thank you once again for the heartbeat of all of our relationships, of our communities, and the, uh, the sacrifice that women make on a daily basis to be who you created them to be. And God, if I may, would you just bless them. Bless them where they overflow. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Love y'all women. See you next week.